Okay. So far, what we discussed was that va'ata tetzave is not about oil. The pasuk va'ata tetzave is not about oil. Instead, va'ata tetzave is actually telling Moshe Rabbeinu what Moshe Rabbeinu's role is. And in describing Moshe Rabbeinu's role, the Maimah uses two forms, two different ways of saying it. The first is lekasher ulechaber es Yisrael that Moshe Rabbeinu ties and fuses Yidin with the Ein Then there's another form which becomes the the focus of this Maimah, and the second form is lozun ulefadnes es Yisrael binyan hamuna, which means to nourish and to provide for for the Jewish nation in matters of faith. And the Maimir explained. So Vatatatsava doesn't mean to command, it means to connect. And of course, Vikhoilacha means that when Moshe Rabbeinu connects us to Hashem, he also benefits. And the Maimir says this Faith, Jews don't need to inherit from anybody. Faith is inherent, faith is part of our basic constitution. In other words, faith we have from Abraham Avinu. We need a Rebbe Tzadik not to give us faith, but to internalize our faith. That because we believe, we should live according to our faith. And the Rebbe says, Moshe Rabbeinu was not the only Moshe Rabbeinu. The Zayat tells us there's a Moshe in every generation. For example, Mordechai. Mordechai was the equivalent of Moshe Rabbeinu in his generation. So says the Medrash. But it was a very different circumstance. And consequently, in the times of Mordechai, the way he aroused faith in the Jewish people was by rousing them from a sedis nefesh. And that because of his initiative and his efforts, his nation, his people, his generation stood ready for Mesidus Nefesh. And the Rebbe says there are several dimensions to this Mesidus Nefesh. One dimension for this Mesidus Nefesh was the readiness to die al Kiddush Hashem when that fateful day would come, the 13th of Elo, of Adar. But moreover, there was a more involved Mesidus Nefesh, which was the day-to-day practicing of Yiddishkeit, which had been outlawed then. And especially the gathering of many children together to study Torah, which Yidin also did. All of this was the Mesiras Nefesh influence of Mordechai. Then the Maim asked a second question. Is it true of every Rebbe? Or is it true only of certain Rebbes? What is the basis for the question? Because the Pasuk says, Kosis Lamor. Kosis means when a Yid is crushed, Lamor you reveal Yechido, the highest level of the Neshama. What's called in this Maimah, the Etzam Neshama. And the Maimah asks the question, not every generation of Jews has suffered. There have been a few who have had it easy, or easier. When Jews don't suffer, and there's no kosis, is it true that they do not reach Lamoir? So the Rebbe first suggests, the initial commentary of the Rebbe is, that in those generations where Jewish people don't suffer, and life is good, like for example the generation that the Jewish people got the Torah at Harsinah, Moshe Rabbeinu also does what a Rebbe is supposed to do, which means to nourish and to provide in matters of faith, but he cannot reveal the etzam neshama. He cannot reveal the yechida, only a lower level of the neshama, which we call chaya, and in this maimah will later be called mazel. Only in generations of Mesiras nefesh can Moshe Rabbeinu, through his efforts in rousing Yidin to Mesiras nefesh, reach yechida. So at this point, sort of, the maimah is saying, every Rebbe arouses a munah, but not every Rebbe has a connection to Mo'ed, to the yechida. And the Rebbe says, but that's not a satisfactory explanation. Because if you look at the Maimir of the previous Rebbe, on which this Maimir is based, it seems indicative, it seems to be saying, that even a Rebbe who shepherds his generation 
in a time of wealth and comfort and prosperity and so forth, somehow reaches Mo'ir, reaches Yechida, although there is no kasis, there's no tzaras, there's no suffering. And the Maimon says, we have to understand how. This is where we're holding. Can we explain two opposite things? On the one hand, every Rebbe, Mo'ir has a connection to the Yechida. And at the same time, that when you have kasis, there's a unique, there's a distinctive access to the Mo'ir. How can those two things be true? And this is where we're holding. And the Rebbe now proceeds. He says, we all understand, I'm reading Sif Hay, okay? We all understand that Jewish people have faith, right? And as we said before, the faith of a Jewish person has to do with our ancestors, with Avraham Avinu. You don't need a tzaddik to give you a muna, it's inherent in our constitution, in our nature. But there's two levels of a muna. Because there's two levels in the neshama that are the basis for a muna. The lower of the two levels is called mazel. The literal translation of the word mazel means a drip, a source from which things come down. And I guess psychologists would call it the subconscious. Most Maimari Hasid is called the level of chayo. And it says in the Gemara, mazle chazi, the subconscious of a Jew, the higher than reasonable level of the neshama, sees God. Mazle chazi. Because our subconscious sees God, the conscious person believes. Because the level of my neshama, which is hidden from me, has a clarity about God, which is called seeing, we are able to have faith. But there's another basis for faith. And the other basis of faith is coming from what's called in this maimet, etzem ha the essence of the soul, which is usually called yechida. And as I said this yesterday, for reasons that I do not know, in this maimet, the words chaya and yechida are never used. There's one footnote where the Rebbe says the word chaya, the chosen language of this maimet, and I'm sure it's precise, but I don't know why, Chaya is called in this Maimed Mazel, and Yechida is called in this Maimed Etzam HaNashama. Etzam HaNashama, Yechida, gives us faith, not because it sees godliness, but because it is godliness. Etzam HaNashama is attached with godliness, and consequently, its intimacy or its dedication to God is not based on a relationship, not an even relationship which is as clear as seeing, but because rather, it is one with the Ebrish. So what's the difference? What's the difference if my amuna is coming from my mazel, my subconscious sees God, so I believe in God, and if my amuna is coming from my etzem, my etzem is one with God. The difference is very simple. If I have amuna from my mazel, because my subconscious sees God, so the conscious person believes in God in a way that is called makif. Makif means in simple words, I believe in God and I do whatever I want. My faith doesn't have any teeth. My subconscious sees. I believe how does it affect me? It doesn't affect me at all. Because there are two different levels of the neshama. The subconscious is higher than my consciousness. Subconscious sees. My consciousness is removed from my subconscious. So my subconscious vision doesn't make me a, a believer with force. It makes me a, believe that, a, a believer without any strength. Alternatively, on the other hand, when my faith comes from the etzaman neshama, from the echidah, then my faith is internalized. If I believe because my etzem, because my pintalayid is one with Hashem, that faith can be internalized. Why? What's the logic? If the subconscious is beyond the conscious, then the essence is even beyond that. The answer is a very simple one. The essence of the soul is the essence of all levels of the soul. The subconscious is a separate level. There's a conscious level and a subconscious level. The subconscious knows one thing, the conscious knows something different. The essence is the essence of all the levels of the neshama. 
And because it's the essence of all the levels of the neshama, when I connect to Hashem based on my essence, my consciousness believes. Says the Rebbe. Therefore, every single Rebbe has to connect to the essence. Even Moshe Rabbeinu, who lived in the best of times, when Jews had no tzaddis and life was wonderful, reaches Yechidim. Because what is the job of a Rebbe? The job of a Rebbe is to make that the faith which we naturally have should be internalized. The only way to affect that the faith which we naturally have is internalized is by reaching the level, what the Maimah calls, Moir, which is higher than Oir. So therefore, the Rebbe says, even those Rebbes who don't live in times of Tzadus, and they're not able to arouse Kassis, they're not able to, they don't have Tzadus, which allows them to reveal Yechida, they too have a connection to the Yechida. But it's not as strong. In other words, every Rebbe, his role is to internalize faith, and therefore he touches Yechida. In times of Mesiris Nefesh, it's more acute, as you'll see soon. And the Rebbe explains. When a Yid is Moshe Nefesh, when a Yid goes to Mesiris Nefesh, the basis for this Mesiris Nefesh comes from the Yechidah from his very, very essence. When a person has faith only based on the level of Chaya, because my subconscious sees godliness, it doesn't necessarily guarantee that I'm going to be Moshe Nefesh. What does Mesiris Nefesh mean? I give away my life to God. Now, why would I want to give away my life to God? If I have a Muna on the level of Etzim, I give away my life to God because God is my life. If I have a Muna, based on the fact that my subconscious sees God, seeing is believing, seeing God is very, very real, but I am still separate from God. And if I am still separate from God, the fact that my subconscious sees God is not necessarily going to translate into being me, Moisei Nefesh, because as much as I like God, I like me more. And therefore, Mesiris Nefesh, in reality, is only, so to speak, assured, only for sure happens when the uh, the level of the neshama from which it is rooted comes from the madreig of Yechid. And therefore the Rebbe goes on to say, Moshe Rabbeinu is a Rebbe. And he shepherds and provides the Jewish nation in the, in the matter of faith. This is true not just of Moshe Rabbeinu, it's true of all Moshe Rabbeinu in all generations. But there's differences. The difference is, when you have a time of Mesiris Nefesh, Moshe Rabbeinu's arousing emunah is by revealing Yechida. When you don't have a condition of Mesiris Nefesh, and instead you have a condition like Moshe Rabbeinu was, where the Jewish people are living in a good world, and the job, the need for Moshe Rabbeinu is to give them Das, Das translates in English as their Judaism should have Personal credibility. Jews are living in the midbar. Life is wonderful. Moshe Rabbeinu wants Yidin to be Jewish because of themselves, not because of their environment. This is not this. This is, does not necessarily reach the madrega of the yichida. How do you reconcile these things? So you reconcile these things by introducing a new concept, and the new concept is this: until now, we defined that Rebbe as a person who was he gives us faith he reveals our faith internalizes our faith he says there's another concept and the other concept is this is the Hebrew means he nourishes and provides 
the faith itself, which translates as follows. And I'm going to elaborate just a little bit. A Rebbe has two jobs, not one. An inner job and an outer job. The outer job of a Rebbe is what we experience, what he teaches and what he inspires. The inner job of a Rebbe is what he does to our soul, which is completely subconscious. The, the, the second function of every Rebbe, which is to nourish and to provide for the moon itself, means that a tzaddik connects the etzem ha-neshama, the essence of the neshama, which we're calling yechida, to the mazal of the neshama, which our maimah calls the giluyim of the neshama, the re'i of the neshama. So that what we believe, our belief should be practical. A tzaddik, the first role of a tzaddik is he triggers the yechida, that it should touch the chaya, the subconscious, that our faith should be internalized. In as much as this concerned, all Rebbe's are the same. But when you live in a good time, and there's no tzaddik, so the tzaddik touches the yechida, and it arouses that the faith from the level of mazel should be internalized, what does the Jew experience consciously? The Jew experiences only faith from the lower level, from the level of the madrege nesham, which he calls giluyim, mazel, as it's been fortified, as it's been strengthened, as it's been reinforced by the Madrege of Yechid. When, however, you have a time of Mesiris Nefesh, so then, the Tzaddik's triggering that the Yechida should touch the Chaya doesn't limit that what the person consciously feels is the Madrege of Chaya, but rather that the Yechida itself is manifest. And therefore, both things are true. It's true that every Rebbe has a connection to Moir, to Yechida, and it's also true that that only when you have tzaddis can you actually reveal the yechidah itself. Because every rebbe touches the yechidah, but that doesn't necessarily mean that we all feel the yechidah. That means we're affected by the yechidah. It means not only are we affected by the yechidah, but by the yechidah itself is revealed. That's the language of the Maimed. Of etzam and neshama is in times of Mesiris Nefesh. And consequently, both things are true. Every rabbi touches the Yechida, but only in times of Kasas Lamoir is the Yechida itself revealed. And therefore, says the Rebbe, although every Rebbe is exactly the same, those Rebbes who lived in times of Shema, those Rebbe lived in difficult generations, where they aroused the Yechida, Shabbat, Nefesh, and Yidin to be actually revealed, if you will, they were more effective shepherds. They achieved more. Because they didn't only use the Yechida to trigger the Chaya, they actually revealed the Yechida itself. And the Rebbe continues. One of the things, now I'm reading Sif Zion, okay? One of the things that is interesting about Purim and the Mesiris Nefesh of Purim, as opposed to, say, for example, the story of Hanukkah, is that Purim involved every Jew on the planet. And consequently, Mordechai was a special kind of a Rebbe in another respect. And that is his Rebbeship, his shepherding the nation, as a whole, wasn't only a subconscious, a spiritual thing, but he was practically a Rebbe. In other words, he shepherded the whole world, not only in the soul aspect of it, he shepherded the whole world in the practical aspect of it. And therefore the Rebbe says, there's a medrash that correlates Mordechai to Moshe. The medrash says Mordechai is like Moshe. Now the presumption was, when we quoted this medrash first, that this is true of every Rebbe. So the Rebbe, no. The Medish correlating Mordechai to Moshe has another aspect. That is to say, just like Moshe Rabbeinu was the actual leader of every Jew on the planet, 
Mordechai was also not just spiritually, but actually the, the Rebbe of his whole generation. And in other generations, spiritually, a Rebbe shepherds his whole generation. But not necessarily is he the actual revealed shepherd of the whole generation. And then the Rebbe goes on to say that when the Friedrich Rebbe quotes this Medrash in the Maimir, and says that the Medrash compares Mordechai to Moshe, and we now understand that this is exclusive, this is not every Rebbe, only certain Rebbe's, the previous Rebbe is paskening about himself. That he too was not only a Rebbe of his generation in a spiritual sense, but that he was the actual Rebbe in a revealed way of his entire generation. And now the Pasuk uh, makes sense. And the Maimir makes sense. The Maimir starts off saying, which means Moshe Rabbeinu has to connect Yidin to Hashem. In other words, that Moshe Rabbeinu has to nourish and shepherd and provide for Yidin in the matters of faith. And then it goes on to say the idea of Kosis Lamoy. But in Kosis Lamoy, the two aspects. The first aspect is the word Moed alone. Moed alone means every Rebbe touches the Yechidah, the essence of the Neshama, that it should arouse the faith of Chai, of Mazel, that it should be internalized. And in addition to that, there is generations where you didn't have actual Tzadis, and in those generations where you didn't have actual Tzadis, so then Kosis Lamoid is not only a subconscious effect, but it's actual. Because of the Tzadis, he, he actually reveals by all of his people, so both things are true. Okay? So, so far, so good. So if, we would, if the Rebbe would have it his way, the Maimi should end right here. We'd explain two things. And if, if I had to summarize, I would say this. Number one, by using the Yechida to trigger the Chaya. Number two, that in times of Mesiris Nefesh, because of the Mesiris Nefesh, you're not touching the Yechida, but you're actually revealing the Yechida. But the Maimah doesn't end here, it actually begins. Why? Because there's words in between. The Atatav's B'nai Yisrael is not followed by Kosis Lamoid. It says in between, You have to bring to Moshe Rabbeinu the oil. It says, Rebbe, what are these words doing in the middle? All of us understand, as the Maimah said to us before, that when a Rebbe helps people he benefits. And the words, reference the benefit that the tzaddik, that the Rebbe gets by helping people. So it should be last. It should say, And then, Moshe Rabbeinu helps Yidin. And consequently, Moshe Rabbeinu benefits. The words, in the middle, don't belong. Why are they right in the middle of the description of Moshe Rabbeinu's function? And to answer this question, the Rebbe invents a whole new concept. And he continues in Siftes. And he says, the Pasuk says in the Megillah, that the Jewish people at this time of Purim reaffirmed, recommitted themselves to Tehidu Mitzvah as they had done before. And as we mentioned earlier in the Maimed, it was actually higher than it was at Har Sinai. And everybody presumes that when did this happen? During the time of the Gzeda. During that year that the Jews stood at, at, you know, at the peril of living their lives, Mordechai aroused Mesiris Nefesh. But where is the Pasuk in the Megillah? Where is this Pasuk in the Megillah? It's at the end. It's at the very end of the Megillah. It's after the miracle already occurred. The Pasuk is in the wrong place. If the Pasuk is describing the commitment and dedication Yidin made 
to Yiddishkeit in the time of the Gezeirah. It should have been before the nest. It's written at the very end of the Megillah. And therefore the Rebbe says, a Chiddush, that this idea, that in the time of Purim, there was a renewed commitment to Teirah Mitzvahs, which is greater than the commitment Yidin made to Hasinai, has itself two levels. Number one, during that year, when the Jewish lives were in danger, uh, and Mordechai aroused them to be ready for Mesir Nefesh. And number two, after the miracle occurred. That after the miracle occurred, Jewish lives were no longer in danger. To the contrary, their lives improved incredibly. There was another concept of Mordechai inspiring Yidin to be the Kibbal HaYehudim, to accept upon themselves uh, a, a renewed dedication to Tehidim Mitzvahs. And the Rebbe said, this second is higher than the first. Moreover, says the Rebbe, I'll explain it later, the Rebbe says, but the statement is that this idea that Mordechai aroused in his generation, a renewed commitment to Tehidim Mitzvahs twice, are both Kossis and both Lamoir. Before the miracle of Purim occurred, after the miracle of Purim occurred, in both cases, Mordechai's Rebbeship involved Tzodes, Kossis, being crushed, and Lamoir, and as a result of the fact that they were being crushed, they revealed um, the very essence of the Neshama, the Yechidah Shebenefesh. Okay? What is the idea? When you have Tzodes, and you're being oppressed, as it was in the time of the Friyidik Rebbe, Everybody understands what kosis means. You have tzaddik, the guy wants to kill you, and you may never for Yiddishkeit, What happens now? The guy doesn't want to kill you anymore. The guy is impressed with you. He thinks you're wonderful. You're not afraid. What's the kosis now? Says so Rabbi Yid could find himself in a condition of comfort and freedom and expansiveness. And he's crushed from the simple fact that he finds himself in Golas. Kosis, not from tzaddik but from awareness of the fact that I find myself in Golas. What happened? The Harman was killed. The Gezeira was over. The Jewish people went from being in the most depressed state to Moreover, Haman's home was given to Esther, which is an idea of his Now, But then, they were still in Golas. As the Gemara says, one of the things that separates Purim from all the other Yom Tevim is that it happened in times of Golas. says, Rebbe Mordechai came to his generation after the miracle occurred. And Jews are doing wonderfully. And he said, he has to be so crushed from the, 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 from the fact that he's in Golos, that his desire to go out of Golos should reach and reveal Yechida itself. And this becomes the new dimension of the Maimon. That Kosis doesn't have to mean from an anti-Semite, from a Goy. Kosis can be from within ourselves. When a Jew from within himself recognizes that as good as his life is, he finds himself in Golos. It's so devastating to him that it reveals the Yechid itself that he should want to go out of Golos. And the Rebbe explains it. Listen to this. The nature of a Jew, this is a Chiddush of this Maimed, I challenge you to find this thought any place else in Hasidus. The, the Maimed is full of Chiddush. The Rebbe says, the, the nature of a Jew is, the nature of the Nisham of a Yid is, that that God should be revealed in this world touches the very essence of a Jew. In other words, we're used to hearing the idea that the essence of a Jew doesn't want to be cut off from God. This we all know. This Maimed says something different. That godliness be revealed in the world goes to the very essence of the Nishama of a Yid. And, consequently, if a Jew finds himself in a world 
where godliness is not revealed. Like it was in the times of the Beis HaMikdash. And especially as the Gemara says, if the Beis HaMikdash is not built in your time, you can, you can blame yourself as though it was destroyed in your time. So a Jew lives, life is great. But the fact there's no Gilead Lakus says the Rebbe Yiddish it shakes him up completely. And although he personally is on a very high spiritual level, perhaps even he's at such a high spiritual level that in his personal life, the Beis Hamikdash was never destroyed. Like it says in Alter Rebbe brings down, Rab Shimon Bayachoy, who spent 13 years living in a cave, to him there was no Chorbet, the Beis Hamikdash was not destroyed. Alter Rebbe says it in the Maimon, the people Paracha quotes, even if you personally are living in such a lofty space that in your personal life, godliness is revealed. But you know that in the world around you, godliness is not revealed. That shows that the godliness you are experiencing is not the highest level. Why not? Because if the godliness that is revealed is the highest level, the highest level of godliness, by definition, has to be uniform, has to be everywhere the same. If godliness is more in one place and less in another place, that's not only about the places, that's about the light. The very fact that there's levels in the divine revelation shows that the divine revelation is not the highest. So here you are, sitting in Golas, and in your life personally, there's a revelation of God in the student time of the Beis HaMikdash. But because you know that this revelation is exclusive to you, and not to other people, and there may be some remote corner of the world where God is not revealed, so you say to yourself, God is not revealed. And since the revelation of God goes to a very, very core, to a very, very essence, you're completely crushed by this. And the Rebbe brings, this what it says in Alter Rebbe. Alter Rebbe quotes a Zoya, Tikkuni Zoya. There's a small technical problem, nobody can find such a Tikkuni Zoya, but the Alter Rebbe quotes a Zoya that says that if one tzaddik will do tshuva properly, Mashiach will have to come. Okay? Mashiach will have to come. Why? Because what is the accomplishment of tshuva? The revelation of Yisaf HaSev of Kalami. The highest level of godliness. What is true about the highest level of the revelation of Seva of Kalaman? That it has to be universal. has to be everywhere the same. So if a person reveals Seva of Kalaman, that means Gilead Lekus is everywhere the same. That's synonymous with Mashiach. And if he hasn't revealed that highest madrig of Seva of Kalaman, it's similar that he hasn't done this madrig of Tshuva. So a Yid is completely crushed, even though in his personal life there's such incredible revelations of godliness, because he... He knows that it's not the highest level. And he brings from Chesidus that the word choyle, which means a sick person, Chesvav Lamed Hey, has the numerical equivalent of 49. What does 49 mean? One less than 50. 50 is the 50 gates of understanding. <coughs> 49 level of understanding is not bad. It says in Chesidus, when a person is almost perfect, the fact that he lacks the perfection of the 50th gate makes him categorized as a choyle. And therefore, says the Rebbe, the Ayid could personally have the greatest revelations of godliness, and he's cussed, he's crushed from the fact that there's a limitation to the revelation of godliness. And he brings the Tzemach Tzedek, who quotes the Alter Rebbe, but the Tzemach Tzedek said, it says in the Hayyim Yem, it's brought in the Echmet that the Alter Rebbe used to say all the time, he didn't say it once, he said it constantly, which means, I don't want anything. I'm not interested in Ganeidin. I'm not interested in Elam Haba. I'm interested in you alone. Says the Rebbe, this desire of the Alter Rebbe for Dichalein, I want you alone, is the Alter Rebbe saying, I want Gilead Lakus 
That's uniform. It's all over the world equally. And the Rebbe says, since the Tzemach Tzedek quotes the Alter Rebbe, and he published it, he revealed it, is a simon. That is a koyach in every yid. That every one of us should want Gilei Atzmah. This idea that Gilei Lekutz Negei Atzmah to Yusei is possible because the Tzemach Tzedek revealed to us this idea. And this is why when a person doesn't have this Gilei Lekutz and he finds himself in Golos, he's completely crushed. And therefore three times a day we ask Mashiach, What do we want? What is Mashiach to us? Gilei Lekutz. There should be a Gilei Atzmah. And the Rebbe says, What's Taj Kosis? I can't, I'm sorry. Kosis Lamur. What's a Taj Kosis Lamur? A Yid is crushed. And because the Yid is crushed, he's revealed the Yechidosh HaBenefesh. What is a Yid crushed from? Not from Tzadus. A Yid is crushed from the simple fact that the highest Madreig of godliness is not revealed. In other words, the pain that a Yid experiences from the lack of Gilead Lakus goes to the Etzah Manashama, to the Yechida, which is one with the Yebishter Manash. So we have now two concepts of Kosas Lamoir. We have a superimposed Kosas Lamoir, where a Goy gives you Tzadis, and your Moise Nefesh, you have a Yechida. And we have a self-imposed Kosas Lamoir, where you find yourself in Golas, and you're frustrated by the lack of Gilead Lakus, and it reveals Yechida Shabbat Nefesh. Continues the Rebbe and Sif Yud and says, not only are the two levels in Kosas Lamoir, the second is higher than the first. The, the revelation of Yechido, because a Yid is in pain, that godliness is not revealed because he's in Golos, is greater than the revelation of the Yechido that is revealed when a Yid has tzadis from a Goy that warrant the Yid of Mesiris Nefes. Okay, how could you explain this? A Yid lives in a wonderful life, but his desire for Gil Kus makes him more crushed and therefore reaches a higher level than Yechido than when a Yid has tzadis. How do you explain this? So the Rebbe explains, and the essence of what he explains is, it, there's a difference between an inspiration comes from the outside and an inspiration comes from the inside. Let's go back to the beginning. We started out this Maima separating Shavuos from Purim, Matan from Purim. What was the difference? Shavuos was great divine revelations. It was all about God. God revealed himself. God inspired himself. And we therefore say that the revelation that happened at Shavuos is peripheral. Purim? Yidin had tzadis, yidin aroused within themselves desire from, for, from a sinner's nefesh. It is therefore considered deeper because they did it on their own. Okay? Says the Rebbe. That, that the level of chaya, he says, which only sees the yebish, the level of mazal, which only sees the yebish, is similar to, not the same as, but similar to, kafalem hakegigis, Right? It says in Chazal that Hashem dangled Ha'asinai over the Yidin's heads and he said, except the Torah, I'm going to bury you here. So of course Hasidus explains what does it mean he dangled the head over the head. He revealed himself. When Hashem revealed himself, Yidin had to follow. But when Hashem reveals himself and Yidin have to follow, they're not really choosing. The choice is being superimposed. By the story of Purim, there was no divine revelation. The, divine re- the, the desire to accept the Torah came entirely from within themselves. Therefore, all of us understand that there's a difference between being inspired to be a Jew from the outside, like Shavuos, and inspired to be a Jew from the inside, like Purim. It says, now let's dissect Purim itself. Let's divide in the Purim story, where Yidna are committing themselves to the Torah by themselves, from their perspective. There's a difference. What's the difference? When Yidna have taught us, and Yidin 
Amaisa Nefesh. In other words, reveal Yechidah Shabbat Nefesh because of the Tzadahs. And the power of Yechidah Shabbat Nefesh, the power of Mesidah Nefesh is so urgent, it's so strong, that the whole person is consumed by this Mesidah Nefesh. However, what happens to the human being? What happens to the mind of that person? What happens to the heart of that person when there's a power of Mesidah Nefesh? So that uses an expression, it's Kemoi Dovar Noisef al Although Yechid is the essence of the Neshama, and it's the essence of all the Madreikas of the Neshama, but when a Yid is Maisa Nefesh, if you will, his brain and his heart shut down. The brain and the heart are not involved in the Mesiris Nefesh. The Mesiris Nefesh is a force that pushes aside the conscious human being and overrides it. And the Koychas HaGiluyim are not raised up by the Mesiris Nefesh. And there's a simple and obvious proof, says the Rebbe. And the proof is, what happened to Yidin, and the Rebbe is very delicate in how he articulates it, who lived in difficult places in the world, who lived in places in the world where to be a Yid had to have Mesiris Nefesh. And they stood in this Mesiris Nefesh for years and years and years and years. Then these people were moved to places where it wasn't difficult to be a Yid. What happened to them, says the Rebbe? The Rebbe says, Ein royim etzlam kol kach, which is the most delicate way to say it. You don't see so much in these people that that earth, that Yechida, is sustained. They lose it. Why? If you lived in Soviet Russia and you stood in the Rebbe Mesiris Nefesh, you come to the West, all that urgency, all that power should be sustained. The Rebbe says, the answer is, because when a person goes to Mesiris Nefesh, he's not changing who he is. He's pushing who he is aside. The conscious person is overruled by the Kerecha Mesiris Nefesh. So when the need for Mesiris Nefesh subsides and the person reemerges as a mensch, alternatively, says the Rebbe. Okay? When you reveal which we're calling Yechida. Because a person is cautious. A person is crushed from the simple fact that he finds himself in Golas. In other words, from the simple fact that there's no Gilead Lekus. Says the Rebbe, this reveals a higher level in the Yechida. High level in the Etzim It reveals a level of the Etzim which is Chadim Ha'atzmas. One with Hashem Mamish. In other words, the Rebbe makes a distinction in Etzim In Yechida itself, he makes a distinction. When Yid no Moise Nefesh, they reveal a Madreig of Yechida. When a Yid is crushed from the fact that he's in Golis, and he wants Gila Lakus, he's revealing a higher level of Yechida, which is Chadam, it's one with Hashem. And because it's one with Hashem, says the Rebbe, it's also one with the person. Which means, in other words, when you live in a land of comfort, and you desire Mashiach so much that it crushes you, and it reveals your Yechida, that Yechida changes who you are. It doesn't overrule you, it doesn't shut down your brain and your heart and your senses. It inspires them. That the conscious person becomes a new human being. The koichas agiloim of the person are chadim atmos, are one with etzim and And consequently, the yechida is not a force which is pushing aside who the person is, but it's inspiring, it's imbuing, it's transforming who the person is. And the Rebbe explains, because there's two madregis in uh, in Etzim and Neshama, two madrege is what we're calling Yechida. The lower madrege in Etzim and Neshama has a limit, has a hagdora. Yechida Shabbenefesh has a limit. What's the limitation of Yechida Shabbenefesh? That it's mugder be'inyan hapshitas. The limitation of the infinity of the soul is that it's only infinite. Only infinite means that if you bring together the infinite power of the Neshama and the finite person, one has to be pushed away by the next. The higher level of Yechidah says the Rebbe, which is revealed when the Kosas Lamoir is not from Tzores. 
But the kus is not moed. It's from the fact that the yid finds himself in golas, and he wants to have a gula. And there's no gula lakus. He reveals the madregi. This is the lashon arav. Etzam anashama to moishi moshreshes v'ha'atmos. The yechida, which doesn't have any limitation, it's one with Hashem. It doesn't even have the limitation of being infinite. And consequently, when you reveal this madrega of Atzam Neshama, it changes the person. It doesn't simply push aside where the person is, it changes the person. Okay, this is the end of Sifyut. So let's summarize now. Okay? We started off with two versions of the Pasuk. Version one is Va'atat Savas B'nai Yisrael Moir. Moshe Rabbeinu lives in the best of times. He cannot reveal the Yechidah. But he triggers the Yechida to reveal the Chaya. Version number two is the Atat the Tavas B'nei Yisrael, Kosis Laboy, that when Yidin find themselves in Tzadus of Golos, because of the Tzadus, not only is the Yechida triggering the Mazel, the Chaya, the Yechida itself is being revealed. And then the Rebbe asks us a question. The question is what are the words Vayikhoelach Hashem and Zayizach doing in the middle? The Pasuk should say, Why are the words like in the middle? So the answer is, because there's a third possibility. And the third possibility is the one we're now discussing, where the Kasis Lamoid is not coming from Goyim. It's not coming from anti Semite. It's not coming from Tzadis. It's coming from the fact, from the simple fact that you find yourself in Golos. And this reveals an even higher level of Yechido. But there's a very serious stipulation here. And the stipulation goes like this. And I'll, I'll, I'll say my own words for a minute. A Rebbe could unilaterally be moited us from a serious nefesh. By himself, can rather us from a serious nefesh. A Rebbe cannot, unilaterally transform us that our mind and our heart should become a caliph, yechida, unless we give. Bikhoelacha doesn't mean we're giving Moshe Rabbeinu an aliyah. We're giving ourselves to Moshe Rabbeinu so that Moshe Rabbeinu could be a more effective Rebbe. Moshe Rabbeinu needs for Yidin to be his partners so that he could achieve the maximum madrege of Kasas Lamur. That's what the Rebbe here is explaining in Sifir Aleph. But the Teda says, you should, you should, you should connect Yidin to the Ebishter. And it says immediately, and we interpreted this in Siv Beis, that when Moshe helps us, he benefits. It says the Rebbe, there's a much deeper pshat. And the deeper pshat is not when Moshe Rabbeinu helps us, he benefits. But that the benefit that Moshe Rabbeinu has is in his helping us. And the Rebbe says, how do you explain it in Derech HaAvoidu? Moshe Rabbeinu could give us a munu. He can give us a munu not only from the madrig of Giluim of the Neshama, which is called Mazel, you know, based on the fact that the subconscious of the person sees godliness. Moshe Rabbeinu could actually give us a muna, let's do with the madrig of Yechida, etz. Okay. And the Rebbe says, in, ten, tangentially, very serious tangent, the Rebbe says, the whole maimer, this is an aside, but a very powerful aside, the whole maimer, we've translated v'atat etzavah, that Hashem, Moshe cannot get into the Ebishter, but there's another concept of v'atat etzavah, and that is that Moshe Rabbeinu should connect Yidin to one another. That when Moshe Rabbeinu reveals the Yechida, that's the basis what we have in Tanya and Pedagom Beis, that Yidin become one with one another because on the level of the Neshama we're all one. However, says the Rebbe, when Moshe Rabbeinu operates unilaterally by himself, there's a limitation. When, however, Yidin work with the Koiches, 
that they get from Moshe Rabbeinu. Moshe Rabbeinu gives us a koicha mesiris nefesh, kasas lamoir, and it fills the koicha sagilui. And we give of ourselves so that we should be kalim. Our mind and our heart shouldn't be overridden, should be pushed aside by the gilev etzim but be transformed by etzim neshama. We kvayachal help Moshe Rabbeinu shepherd us. So v'yikhoelacha doesn't mean Moshe benefits. It means Moshe is more effective in his being a Rebbe over us. That we're revealing not only Etzah Maneshama, Kfishi Mugderes, Begeder Apshitas, we're revealing Etzah Maneshama, Kikmasheres Bahatzmas. We're revealing that level of Yechida, which doesn't even have the limitation of being infinite. It's so deep, it's so strong that it can become one with the finite person. And the Rebbe says, accordingly, another incredible Chiddush in this moment, as far as I'm concerned, never ever said before in Chasidis. We talk about Achtas Yisrael. How are you supposed to become one? So we learn Tanya, chapter 32, on the level of the Neshama, we're all equal. Ultimately, when we say that the level of the Neshama, we're all equal, what are we talking about? We're talking about Etzim HaNeshama, the Yechidosh HaBenefesh, right? So when we speak about which part of a Jew loves which part of another Jew? The Neshama loves the Neshama. What about the goof? You have to push it out of the way. There's no way you can have half the goof. The goof is an obstruction to Yechidah. But now that we're explaining, it is a higher Madrege Yechidah. And the higher Madrege Yechidah is called as opposed to in other words, a level of Yechidah, which is not only infinite, it's everything. And it becomes one with the conscious person. Says that Rebbe, now it becomes possible to explain via hafta l'recha kamoicha on the level of the goof that a Jew should have a love for a fellow Jew, which is identical to the love that a Jew has for himself, not on the level of the neshama, but on the level of the goof as well. Because when you reveal this level of the neshama, there's no limitations whatsoever. So now, we've answered another very important question. It's written in this order. Because the most ideal, the highest Moshe Rabbeinu needs the word in the middle. Moshe Rabbeinu connects it into the Ebishter. And connecting to the Ebishter has to do with Mar, with Yechida. And in time of Kosis, now Kosis means the fact that we're in Golas, which reveals the highest Madrega of Yechida, says the Pasuk, the highest Madrega of Yechida. Which is called Etzam and Hashem Kishkes Bahatzmas, which is Mechad Davachad and Kechsagiloyim, is only possible when Vayikhoelacha. It's as if you were to say Moshe Kavayochal cannot do it on his own. We have to be collaborators with the partners with Moshe Rabbeinu to allow him to be able to achieve this. But the mind is not finished. There's another couple of points, and the next point is that there's a contradiction between the Pesukim. One pasuk says that the light of the Menorah is Tomid, is constant. It indicates there's no day and night. The other pasuk says that the uh, lighting of the menorah is me'adav adbegin from night till morning. So how come the first pasuk says tamid, and the second pasuk says me'adav adbegin? Of course, the answer is it depends on the level. Okay, when Moshe Rabbeinu is arousing Yechidosh Shabbat by Yidin, with the collaboration of Yidin, with v'yikhu elacha that Yidin give of their koychas so that they should become chadim ha'atzmos. Then, the level of godliness that is revealed is called tomid, constant. On this level, there is simply no such thing as day. There's no such thing as night. In other words, no distinctions. You're rich, you're poor, you're suffering, you're not suffering. 
If you're a partner in Kayochel, in the Rebbe's revealed, Yechidah Nefesh, you could live in the most comfortable life. And you don't have anti-Semites. But because you are a partner, what Moshe Rabbein is doing, the revelation of Yechidah is to such a degree that it's Tomah. That's constantly the same. On the other hand, if Moshe Rabbeinu is operating unilaterally, Moshe Rabbeinu revealed Takad Yechidah Nefesh, and it's time of Tzoros who's revealed the Yechidah, but it's without the V'yikho Elecha, without the collaboration, without the partnership of Yidin, the Apostlech says this is called Me'erev Ad from night till morning. In other words, only when it's dark, only when you have Tzoros. And this darkness, this Tzoros, revealed the Mesiris Nefesh. Right? Like the Mimer explains that in the times of Gezerah, Yidin stood in the Mesiris Nefesh, and these same people who stood in the Mesiris Nefesh in the time of Tzadis, move them to a place that's comfortable, and you don't see Kolkach, you don't see so much the Kolkach Mesiris Nefesh. Why? Because the level of Mesiris Nefesh which is revealed, when Moshe does it alone, Kavayochel, without the Yechoelecha, is only Meir The darkness is Moshe Rabbeinu's assistant, so to speak. And when the light emerges, the Kolkach Mesiris Nefesh goes away. So when there's the V'yikhoelech, you have Ne'er Tomid, you reveal Yechid at such a level that nothing can ever change it. And when Meshach Rabbeinu is operating without the V'yikhoelech, it's Me'erev Adbeke. That explains the two psukhs. And the Rebbe says, this is why Kosas Lamor comes after V'yikhoelech. In other words, the Torah here is describing the most ideal hashpa'ah of Meshach Rabbeinu in a generation. And the most ideal Ashpah of Rechabah generation is Moed, is revealing Yechida. And he's revealing Yechida because of Kasis, because there's an element of being crushed. But the nature of this Kasis La Moed is predicated on Vayikhoelecha. We're partners at Meshach Rabbeinu and his Avoida. Because we're not crushed because of a goy, we're crushed for the fact that we find ourselves in Golos. And this reveals Etzaman Neshama, Kvishu Meshachas Baha'atzmas. And therefore, the, the Pasuk is precise. The Atas Neyesol, Meshach helps Yidin. And when the Yikhoelacha Yidna partners in Meshach Rabbeinu and this assistance, you achieve the highest Madreg in Kosas Lamur. We're almost finished. But what we have so far is we now understand that it's as if you were to say Meshach Rabbeinu has a limit. There's something Meshach Rabbeinu cannot do. What is that? If Meshach Rabbeinu arouses Mesiris Nefesh by Yidin unilaterally, he can only reach Meravad Baika and so forth. To reach the Madreg of Talmud, you have to have Ikhwilach, which means he needs our collaboration. So says, Rebbe, wait a minute. Moshe Rabbeinu tells us Ikhwilach. When we are inspired to be partners with Moshe Rabbeinu, infusing Yechidah Benefesh with our conscious koiches, we get that from Moshe Rabbeinu himself. In other words, the idea that we have to help Moshe Rabbeinu help us reveal a Yechidah Benefesh, which is Chadim Ha'atmas. And because Chadav Gechas Hagiluyim, Moshe Rabbeinu gives us the koyach to be able to help him. So even the thing that Moshe Rabbeinu Kavayachol cannot do on her own, he's helping us achieve. Because the poshet the pshat in Yichoyelach has what Moshe Rabbeinu tells us, and therefore, ultimately, even the idea of Yichoyelach, which is our own contribution to this whole idea, if he gives us the koyach to be able to do it, continues the Rebbe. The same is true of the Fri Yidikei Rebbe. We see the Reinu. That he revealed the moon by every yid, and revealed the moon level of etzman ishal. But he revealed. But the Rebbe is not talking about the Friedrich Rebbe. The Rebbe is talking about himself. He revealed it in such a way that we should serve Hashem with our own koiches, 
So the madrega of Yechidah, which is revealed, is the madrega of Tomit. There's no any difference between eight and day. And the Rebbe finishes the Maimon. And through this Rezeicha, the cut of Mamish, to the Gula Amitaz Vashleim, and then there will be the full revelation of godliness. Moreover, the full revelation of godliness will be also from the perspective of the world. And we will bring Taka Bepashtis, the oil and the candles. In the base of Mikdash Ashlishi, Begula Amitaz Vashleim, Aidei Meshiach Tzidkenu, take a look at Mamish.